Hey, everyone, it's Carolyn Hennessy, and I am the next guest on On Screen and Beyond, so stay tuned. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. We are ready to blast off into another episode of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is episode 566 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with the guests from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, General Hospital fans, get ready. Carolyn Hennessy is coming our way. She's an Emmy winner, and she was on General Hospital, The Bay, Revenge, True Blood, and Cougar Town, Dawson's Creek, and just more and more shows that you've all seen. And she's going to be joining us for a, a really fun ch- chat, all right? So get ready for that. Carolyn Hennessy is coming up in just a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And uh, be sure to check us out on Instagram. Uh, we are very active out there. And also we are on Twitter, and uh, we just get things coming your way all the time. Every day we are uploading all the old episodes. They're coming your way. We're up to somewhere 200 and, I don't know, 50, 60 or something like that. And uh, I'm sure you'll find somebody who you love to hear about, hear them talk about their show. Not not me talking about them, not someone else talking about it. The person themselves talking about what they've done and all those things that uh, they've uh, we've loved to watch them in and everything. So get ready for that and uh, keep uh, following us and also subscribe. That's the best way to uh, immediately get all the downloads that we're sending out. You don't have to look through either, you know, the episodes on uh, Apple or on the website or wherever you're looking for these things. Or, uh, you know, uh, just go ahead and subscribe. You get them that day when they come out. And every day there's another one coming your way. So, uh, and then, of course, every Sunday we get you another episode of On Screen to Be On, a new episode. And that's what we are in. Like I said, we are in episode 566. So, why don't we get ready? Because it is time now for Remake Madness, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness, well, 20 years after the original Proud Family animated show on Disney premiered, it is now getting a reboot with a star-studded cast including Lizzo and Leslie Odom Jr. and a whole bunch of other people. You can look for that on Disney Plus in 2022. And a remake of the 1987 cult vampire movie The Lost Boys is in the works. And a new take on Bonnie and Clyde. The Bonnie and Clyde story has been told many times. This time it's going to be called Johnny and Clyde. And the movie is starring Megan Fox and Tyson Ritter. And that is it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, we have some unusual things coming your way as far as that. Joel Edgerton is going to be starring in a movie called Master Gardener. And he's going to be a horticulturist for a massive estate. And uh, they don't go too much more into it yet about what it's about. It's also starring Sigourney Weaver. And Ethan Hawke's latest film is The Black Phone. And he says it's the scariest movie ever. 
We'll see what that one comes up with. And Benedict Cumberbatch is starring in a Western called The Power of the Dog. And it also stars Kirsten Dunst. That's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond. Sequels. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sequels. Well, it looks like Downton Abbey fans, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. The Downton Abbey, A New Era. It was originally set for this Christmas, but has been moved now to March 18th, 2022. And bad news for Top Gun Maverick people, too. Uh, It looks like uh, that movie, with uh, Tom Cruise, of course, has now been moved to May 27th, 2022. And Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito starred in Twins in 1988. Now, Triplets. We've talked about this before. And it had uh, a third person coming in. And they have dropped out. And now, Tracy Morgan is set to play the third. And that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond. What's coming your way as far as TV on DVD? TV on DVD, while The Flash complete seventh season lands on DVD Blu-ray on October 12th. Superman and Lois complete first season comes to DVD and Blu-ray on October 19th. And Resident Alien season one hits DVD and Blu-ray on September 21st. That's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD? Movies on DVD, well, Snake Eyes shoots onto DVD, Blu-ray, and 4K on October 19th. The Forever Purge lands on 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD on September 28th. And on November 16th, you can look for Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within, as it comes to 4K Ultra HD. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on Screen and Beyond, let's take a peek at what's coming your way as far as TV and entertainment time. TV and Entertainment Time, well, Game of Thrones alum Gwendolyn Christie has joined the cast of Tim Burton's Adams Family, the TV show, and Tom Welling, who played Superman in Smallville, and Brandon Fraser. They're going to be starring in the CW's new show called Professionals. And this past week, we've had a couple of sad things come our way. Comedian Norm MacDonald has passed away, and also actress Jane Powell, who danced with Fred Astaire's in Royal Wedding, passed away at the age of 92. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we are having a fun chat. You know, it's going to be a blast. It's, it's, it's just so much fun talking with her. Carolyn Hennessy is coming up right here on On Screen and Beyond.
Our guest today on On Screen and Beyond is an Emmy-winning actress that we have seen in many TV shows and movies over the years, including Dawson's Creek, That 70s Show, Click, Cougar Town, True Blood, Revenge, Jesse, Youthful Days, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, and I could go on and on. And she also has been in over 500 episodes of General Hospital as Diane Miller. It's Carolyn Hennessy. Carolyn, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. First off, congratulations on getting over 500 episodes. That's a lot of right. work. <laughs> right. It is a lot of work. <laughs> Considering it was supposed to be two days of work, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, you mentioned that, that it was supposed to be two days. I hear that a lot, that characters on soap operas, uh, well, not just soap operas, but any, any a lot of shows, but they start out as oh, well, you're just going to play a little part, you'll be on for two days, and you're done. And then they develop into these, you know, these roles that people just seem to love. <laughs> How does it's that true. happen? Well, it's a, it's a lot of luck. It's got to be chemistry, um, you know, to, to sort of make them deviate from what they, what they initially intended. And in my case, the, uh, the higher-ups at, at ABC Disney – um, saw something in my relationship with, with uh, you know, Diane Miller's relationship with Sonny Corinthos and with Damien Spinelli and with, uh, with Jason Morgan. And they said, you know what, we need to, we don't have anything like her, this character, on the show. And so let's explore it a little further. And, uh, and then Diane was sort of fully fleshed out. And, and I, had a, I had a hand in that process, which is lovely. Um, because, again... They they hadn't fleshed her out because it was only supposed to be a couple of days, you know, right. spout some legalese and get Sunny out of trouble, and then poof, you're gone. But they saw some really interesting chemistry between myself and me and those other characters, and and decided to explore it. So that's in my case, that's how it happened. So do they have somebody sitting there besides the director who who would obviously be seeing you, you know, de- develop chemistry like that? But is there somebody that sits there and says? Oh, we got to keep her on here. We can't let her go. You know, it's really not even the director. The director has the directors um, are few and far between that have that kind of power on a soap. Mm-hmm. Um, they simply trust that casting and the producers are going to make the right choice, and they will be given some great talent to work with when they are when they are directing when they get on set. But in my case, it was the executive producer uh, at that time, Jill Farrenfeld, and the head writer at the time, Bob Guza. And they said, hmm, yeah, okay, all right, this is fun. This is a lot of fun. It, and because, it, because I was, um, there's, there's, a, there's a, tremendous, a, tremendous, a tremendous amount of humor with Diane Miller. And, again, not, not in full force on the show. You know, they don't have a lot of humor in soap opera. But Diane is not only very funny, but she's also kind of the uh, the the greek chorus she's she's has worked herself into a position to be able to say to a lot of characters what the audience at home is thinking and is not able to say and no other character is able to say you know to somebody like a sunny corinthos who could you know mm-hmm. have you whacked um <laughs> but but diane diane is somehow able to do it she's she's built a lot of confidence and trust over the years so now, how so. does general hospital with all the other soaps being canceled and, and, I mean, you know, it used to be 
everything on on daytime was soap operas and now sure. now yeah. i mean there's only <laughs> you know there, just, only, there used to be 16 now there are four yeah i mean it's and down to the bare bones bare yeah. bones um we are the only one on abc that's left um days of our lives is the only one on nbc and i think cbs has bold and the beautiful and young and the restless so that's it um these characters however the general hospital characters I, I must I just I guess more than others are indelible. They have worked their way into sort of the national consciousness. Um, the the fans, you know, Maurice Bernard and uh, and Steve Burton, uh, Laura Wright, uh, Nancy Lee Grant, these are legends of daytime. Absolute legends. And there's and there's there's almost nothing else that can kind of rival that that fan adulation, their their popularity. So I think I mean those those three, Laura, Maurice, and Steve, um, in particular, are the linchpins, and that the fans love to see what they are going to get themselves into and get themselves out of. Right. And right. It's, it's really they they just love it. And and you know we've also got great writers, and. Sometimes there's a dip and sometimes the fans don't like what's happening or they don't like what's happening to their favorite characters or they think it's possibly too far-fetched if you can actually be too far-fetched on the soap opera. But um, but then it all kind of circles back around again and the fans never, never lose step. They, they don't. They can, they can be angry at what's going on, but then something else will just bring them back to loving the show, loving the show, loving the show. And, uh, and so it's the writing... It's, you know, we have a, we now have a, well, I guess he's been there for about seven, eight years. Frank, um, Frank Valentini, who's, who has taken the soap opera when he first arrived and made it, he gave it like this modern overlay, you know, so, so we're now using legal, you know, we're not, we're not using legal pads anymore. We're using laptops and, and things are just kind of, he brought us sort of into the, into the space age. He took us out of where soap opera was and brought us into the space age, and the fans love that as well. They want us to keep up with the time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, in addition to people being possessed and twins coming, and you know, <laughs> children, children that one doesn't necessarily know they've got, they, they, you know, all of those tried and true elements. They want us to keep up with the time. So, yeah, so we do. Well, it's, it's always you know uh, funny to see uh, how soap operas over the years and like like you mentioned certain things that seem to appear on every soap opera uh as as far as you know like you say the the twins the mystery twin that comes in and and don't ask me how somebody can play two different characters talking to each other and and go through that thing that's just that just blows my mind right i know i know i know but they you know you got to be really talented to be able to you know i i know they're shooting it you know i'm shooting one and then they shoot the other but uh but the person playing two separate roles talking to themselves and then they meld it to look like you know they're on the screen together right it's just it's right? just amazing yeah, that, no, that's a, it, listen it's it's and it's with us it's no special effects you yeah. know it's not we're not we're not a we're not a 350 million dollar blockbuster film where where they can do all those graphics and special effects. That's not us. We have to have talented people who can play both. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got to have someone who can play possessed and or play, 
you know, go, who can just roll with the sometimes the insanity of of a, of a certain storyline. Yeah. So, and we do. We have we have those people. We have a lot of those people on the show. Now, how long has General Hospital been on? It is now fifty eight years. Wow. Fifty eight years. Yeah. 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 We're coming up on sixty. It's gonna yeah. be crazy. I can remember back in the years of uh, Luke and Laura. <laughs> oh, everyone does. Everyone does. That was the uh, that was the thing to watch. You know, um, um, high schools changed their schedules. College students mm-hmm. took 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 that hour off. Whole courses were were reconstructed to be, so that everyone in the world could be able to watch the adventures of Luke and Laura. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, the, you the, the, the highest, the most, the most watched. Wedding on television, I believe, second only to the marriage of uh, of Charles and Diana. Yeah, yeah, wow, and that didn't last. <laughs> the and that didn't last. last. Well, well, yeah, that's true. Luke and Laura didn't last, <laughs> right? But true. Uh, but that's that's okay. That's all right. It was uh, it was it was groundbreaking. Those two characters were groundbreaking, and mm. Ken Schreiner as Scotty Baldwin and Jackie Zeman, and you know you've had you have. Leslie Charlson, I mean, just 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 these incredible veterans, you know, who are still around. Yeah, were you a fan of of the show at that time? Uh, you know, back then? at that time, I sure I sure was, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, I was. In fact, that was my first. I think it was either my first. I can never get it straight. They, both of them happened at the same time. It was my first job on television. On on General uh, Hospital. And if it, yep, and if it wasn't, it was it was a close second. Uh, I played. Dora, <laughs> maybe the worst name huh. in soap opera history. And I was the photographer's assistant when Laura was in in Manhattan working on her Miss Star Eyes campaign shortly after, I guess, Luke and Laura had gotten married. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was, I wow. was, and I had a, I had a, I had a one-way conversation with, uh, with Tony Geary as, as Luke Spencer. So that was my very first acting job. Hmm. I did, I you know, I did research, but I, that's one thing I did not know. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. And I actually, uh, um, so I guess if I've been on for 14 years now, I guess about 17 years ago, I played a lawyer on General Hospital for one episode, one one episode, I think it was, and that's all. And I was AJ's lawyer. I don't even remember my name. Wow. Don't even remember. But I, but I was, so I was, I was. I was a photographer's assistant, and then I was AJ's lawyer, and then, and then Diane Miller came along and changed my life. Did you ever have any diehard fans that say, "I remember you back when when you played this"? You know, Every this little once role. in a while, really? very rare, very rarely, and no one gets Dora. But sometimes they get they get uh, they get the uh, the attorney, AJ's attorney, but very very rarely. Hmm. Very rarely. Well, there's yeah. a good trivia question for if you want to stump people. Right, exactly. <laughs> what two roles did Carolyn Hennessy play before Diane Miller? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of when you started working, uh, that being one of your first roles, but what were some of the other ones that you started out as? Besides oh, Dark Justice, uh, I know that was one of your your Dark Justice. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you you're you are uh, you're going into the vault now. <laughs> um, gosh. Dark Justice, and uh, I think I did an episode or two of. Um, oh, I oh I can't re- I can't I, you know what I can't remember it was for Disney and I can't remember the. <laughs> You've worked a lot for Disney, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I after General Hospital, I sort of became an ABC darling uh, with Cougar Town, 
and yes. um, and revenge. You know, so yeah, if it was on ABC, there's a chance I might have I I, I could get on it. Yeah, I could get on it easier. Yeah, you know. Is, yeah, I mean, when I was doing the the introduction there, I, I'm thinking, okay, did I put too many things down here? I could go on forever. I got a list here of, of more shows. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yes, I know. I know. You could probably tell me oh, some some of some of the earlier work because. You know, it's so long ago, I think I've forgotten. Well, I'm sure, you know, I mean, you go on and you do, you know, one role, one appearance, guest appearance on a show, and I'm sure you don't remember everything you've done. I mean... No, 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 no. I do I do remember. I started I started getting a lot of work after um, Jenny, the Jenny McCarthy show, yes. which lasted for 16 episodes, and that was a lot of fun. And there again, there's a, there was a, there's an example of Chase, Chase, I think it was Chase Miller? No, Chase, anyway, Gardner. my character... All Chase Gardner, also a lawyer, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was only supposed to be on in on in on the pilot, and then it just kept going and going and going, and and I was I was thrilling, it was thrilling every every week to get that call. Yeah. Huh. You have you a know, history and, of being and, a lawyer. You should have just gone to the bar. I mean, <laughs> I should I should go to the bar absolutely because I'll tell you something. Sometimes the right the writers will have me say this or that, and don't. I mean, they do boatloads of research, tremendous amount of research for the legalese. But every once in a while, something will slip by them, and I'll just say, okay, even I know. <laughs> even I know that a lawyer wouldn't say this. And I have not studied law. But I just go, okay, now come on. This is, if it, and if this is true, then it's all wrong. And we need to change our legal system. But, but a lot of times it's like, come on, you know, this, is, this is not right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm-hmm. Now, of all the roles that you've had, I mean, in, like I say, I, I, I'm cheating here. I knew some of your names of your characters because, you know, I, I have a cheat sheet in front of me. So, that's, <laughs> But uh, of all the ones you've had, uh, what are a few of the ones that, you know, you felt were your juiciest roles that you had? Oh, my gosh. Well, Revenge. Penelope Ellis on Revenge mm-hmm. is, is she was, you know, just so sweet and southern, and you you just barely, barely caught a glimpse of that venom dripping off the back fangs, you know? <laughs> Don't turn your back. So she, she was, oh, no, no, she was wonderful. Um, Rosalind Harris on True Blood, you mm-hmm. know, the, the Texas twang, and, and uh, you know, she'll, she'll, she'll just as soon, uh, you know, drink your blood as have a, have a, have a shot of whiskey with you. <laughs> She was she was she was tremendous and and it was a great great time because we we got to go to New Orleans for thirty six hours my favorite city in the whole world so that was and because the show was not shot there as many many people think mm-hmm. um, so that was fun um, you know Miss, Mrs Chesterfield on Jesse which is a, that was a wonderful experience because it it's a great lesson in not commenting on what you are playing you have to have complete and utter faith in the writing and just go to the mat with these characters, these kind of big oversized characters, but you cannot comment on them. Otherwise the whole, the whole structure, the whole dynamic falls apart. Um, and then, and then, 
you know, Diane Miller, who, who doesn't love Diane Miller? Oh, and well, and Barb, Barb on Cougar Town. Because even though that was just a very kind of one or two lines per episode, they wrote comedy gold mm-hmm. yep. for me. And and it was a joy to deliver and see the look on people's faces when I would say what I need to say, whether it was Courtney Cox or Busy Phillips or Krista Miller or, or any of the boys. And But usually it was Courtney and just to sort of stun her, which was a tremendous amount of fun. Because Barb, irre- Barb was everything that you never want to be unless you were, you know, unless you, unless you wanted to be incarcerated or institutionalized. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. But then, but then, you know, the over, over, or sort of the overarching character is Diane, who is everything you could ever want. You know, funny, smart, sassy, stylish, and, uh, and, you know, and uh, so confident with almost, with precious little insecurity, you know that at least that we know of. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So she's she's a, she's kind of a wonder woman. Yeah. Wow. I, now, um, I, I was so entranced with what you were saying, I forgot I was going to ask you next. <laughs> <laughs> I have that effect. <laughs> so, do do you enjoy having the juicy roles? You know, like the the villain, or do do you prefer? The... Well, there's there's a great great. Um, mantra or saying or you know there's an old saw that says the snake gets the best lines and the best shoes mm-hmm. <laughs> so the villain you know the villain always you you can you rarely forget them and and they're usually immaculately well dressed um so you know yeah someone else can play the the ophelias and the juliets i will take the lady macbeth i will take you know I will. I'll take the villain any time, yeah. Because there's so much fun to play, and you just, you know, it's like there's that wry smile, and you, and you, you can either be big or subtle depending on what you need, and and the, there's a usually a chance, especially with me, to infuse some humor into it, and and if you're lucky, you then see kind of the beating heart underneath, and you understand why this individual is this individual. And and maybe you can kind of feel for them a little bit. You can kind of understand because, you know, no villain ever knew they were a villain. There's usually always, right. always a reason. There's always, and usually the reason is if everyone else would just do what I say, we wouldn't have to shed blood. <laughs> That's Come right. On. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um as far as uh, you've done a lot of uh, voiceover work too, I notice, and uh, yes, you, yeah. you you actually played uh, well not at at that time, but the the eventual person who earlier was Princess Leia. Um, yes, in uh, in let's see, what is it? Lego Star Wars All Stars, yes. Star Wars Resistance. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> that was. I mean, and the only reason that I that I got that i mean it was a series of kind of tragic tragic occurrences the chief among them being the death of carrie fisher and because carrie'd still be doing it you know she would but that was you never you never want to get a role like you know like due to something like that right yeah but if you do general leia is a 
pretty nice way to go. Yeah. So I, I, you know, every time I, every time I voice Leia, I just say a silent prayer to Carrie Fisher and I go, you know, thank you. Thank you. I wish you were still here. Right. Yeah. But thank you. Yeah. 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 So now yeah. is, be, it, was it because of that work that you got onto Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker, yes. Yes, the uh, my my dear my dear Matthew Wood, who's a, who's one of the the sound engineers, the sound sound designers for um, for that, also um, recorded me in one of those other voiceover um, one of those um, other cartoons, and uh, and he said, you know, I think JJ might like you, and I went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you won't you won't argue that like point. <laughs> yeah, not gonna say, hmm, yeah, I don't think so. Right, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, wow. So there you go. So yeah, so so that's uh, you know, just just being at the doing the right voice at the right time. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Now, uh I know that uh you have um a podcast, right? About. I do, I do. It's been it's been kind of um, lying dormant for the last year because of, you know, because of COVID and and the studio where I was, um, where that was I was producing out of kind of imploded, and I just now got my home studio kind of in a in in a real decent shape. So so yeah, the podcast is going to um, go back up. You can still find it on my YouTube channel. That's you know H E N N E S Y, the short spelling of Hennessy. And it's called Animal Magnetism. Mm -hmm. And it's dealing with real-world problems with regard to animals and real-world solutions as opposed to, you know, the the crazy nonsense of some of the activists that, you know, just want to destroy everyone and everything and, and release everyone, release all the animals and have them walk hand-in-hand hand with us down Main Street, which is not going to happen. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, yes, Animal Magnetism. I'm about to start a different podcast, but the Animal advocacy will ha will be a large large component of it mm -hmm. yeah well that's great yeah uh, now was acting what you always wanted to do from the time i was four i mean your your family was so in, involved with it correct absolutely absolutely yeah no that i i didn't stand a chance i never stood a chance of doing anything else yeah no i i i would follow my father and every chance i could get i would go to the, any studio where he was working where he was because he was a, he was one of the most revered production designers um before he passed away in 1981 he was one of the top five and so i just fell in love you know uh, i've got as i say i've got three homes i've got my my home home and then and any soundstage or theater is a home and then and then being a trapeze artist as well i'm 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 very much at home in the air but I walked onto my first soundstage at the age of four, and I went, that, "That's it. I don't. I don't even know what goes on here, <laughs> and this is where I want to be for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't even know what's happening. You don't when you're four, but I just remember so clearly the the sights and the vast dark, this vast dark quality to this room, and and this one little pinpoint of light somewhere off in the distance, and people being quiet until until you know after." When one buzzer sounds, everyone's quiet, and then the two buzzers sound, and you can talk again. and And there were free donuts, and <laughs> I said, "I don't know. I don't know what happens." And also the smell of a soundstage. You know that <laughs> you come to, you come to learn later on that it's basically mold and asbestos, but you don't care. <laughs> it's just it's evocative of 
everything that has ever been filmed on any soundstage, you know, and with all the greats. And you just say, I want to be a part of this. I don't care what I have to do. Now, Carolyn, I got, I got to ask you this. I know we're running down on time here, but I, I, I have to ask you this one because you mentioned it, and I was going to ask yeah. you anyways. But <laughs> trapeze? <laughs> yes, I know, I know. It's Tell me crazy. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I started I umpteen started years ago at university, and I was in a production of Comedy of Errors, and the director wanted a Cirque theme to this to this production and so the two lead females were going to be up on static trapezes and so i said absolutely i'm in so i built my own trapeze i i was at the the you know gym at the student union uh, you know every day getting into decent shape and and choreographing all of my own routines to every monologue that i had every scene that i had and i just fell absolutely head over heels in love and from there, it was, a, no pun intended, it was a kind of a short leap to the flying trapeze, which is a totally different animal, but it's, you know, you're still hanging on to a bar. And, wow. and, uh, fell, and I've been doing that for the last tw- 21 years, and about nine years ago, I built a trapeze at the end of my driveway. I built a static, static rig at the end of my driveway. Hmm. So I'm out there, you know, and it's, it's, in a way, it's almost like, thanks, COVID, because <laughs> I couldn't go out of my house, so okay, I'll just exercise here because the gym is not for me. Mm-hmm. The, you know, jogging and running and biking, yeah, they're, they're not not really for me. Bike, biking, yes. But the trapeze will kick your tuchus. Oh, yeah. It will just, it will, it will develop muscles that you never knew you had. You didn't even know the body contained this muscle, and suddenly you're sore. You know, and mm-hmm. and you've got to keep working and working and working, and your hands get calloused. And and but it's but the, at the end of about I don't know two months, three months, you've got a fabulous routine that you can show people, and it's it's just sort of glorious and fluid and wonderful, and it's it's a strength act as well. And and then you just keep building. You know, I've got this now lovely repertoire of, of routines that I can. You know, if somebody puts on cashmere by Led Zeppelin, I'll be look, I'll be looking around for the trapeze because <laughs> you know <laughs> that's huh. what I'm doing. It's got to be an incredible core workout, though. It's insane. You just don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And your it's it's core and upper body, and mm-hmm. and there's some leg strength that goes with it too. Yeah, if you're hanging by your ankles, absolutely. If you're hanging by your <laughs> knees, you know, or, or I should say, if you're hanging by one knee. Yep, you got to work your quads and, you know, you've got to work that the joints behind your knee. So it's, it's Now, so it's you're lovely. you're doing the jumping from one to another also? I I I I um I also have been taking the flying trapeze. I also study flying trapeze. Um, Carolyn, you're, at, you're a little at, crazy. I have to I'm a little I know. I know. But in the best of all possible. No, I know. Yes. <laughs> but no, that's, that, that's really great. I mean, it, it, it must be, you know, a tremendous workout because it's... Oh, it's, it's... Yeah. The flying trapeze isn't actually a tremendous workout a lot of the time because if you're in a class, you know, there are there are maybe eight people in the class and you got to wait your turn. So it's 30 hmm. seconds of, of power and then you wait for about 10 minutes. Right. And then it's 30 seconds of flipping yourself up, you know, toward God and hoping that someone's on the other end to catch you. 
Um, and then you wait. So, but the but the static is a true aerobic workout. Yeah, I, I, boy, yeah. That's and, and you made your own. Well, yes, I did make my own trapeze, you know, umpteen years ago for that particular production of Comedy of Errors. But no, I wouldn't trust myself. I don't know. I don't know how to thread rope now. I don't know how to weave it anymore. (laughs) And, uh, and, and, you know, I'll let someone else do that. Thank you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But no, that's great. That, that, that's really a, a, and I'm sure during, like you say, during COVID, it must have been a fun, way to oh it was wonderful yeah. stress. i mean i i got a, i got a tremendous group of girls together and we all kind of knew who we were hanging with mm-hmm. so we were all very comfortable with each other and uh and this brilliant uh ruth ruth percival wilhoyt who's my who's my trapeze teacher who's just a genius and so it's you know three times a week mm-hmm. and and well, i've had a lot of people come to try it and like the flying trapeze they come, they, they say thank you very much, and they don't hang around. But the ones that hang around are the, are the addicts. Yeah. They're the devotees. They are, they are, they, I've never experienced anything like this in my life, and I'm going to do it for the rest of my life. It's like, yep, okay. Hmm. Okay, welcome to the club. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, Carolyn, any projects you can tell us about that you have coming up, or is there you know, anything in the um, works? There's there's a couple of films that I have written, which are which we are shopping around. There's also um, my book series for young adults, the Pandora series, uh, which people can find if they look me up. Uh, it's, the first title is called Pandora Gets Jealous, and if you look that up on Amazon um, or you go to your local bookstore, uh, there the rest of the series will 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 be there. So uh, it's a seven book series for tweens, and we're shopping that. And of course, you know, God bless General Hospital. Uh, that's the that's the little the little engine that keeps going. Right. And then I do have well, actually, you know, I actually can't tell you about it. Um, in September, I'll be able to tell everyone about it. But there's a um, an animated series for Nickelodeon that I um, that I'm I'm one of the regulars on. So that's wow. a lot of fun too. Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. Now, Carolyn, I want to finish up with one final question. Yeah. Sort of a two-parter, but uh, as far as when you sit back and relax, and from what you're telling me, <laughs> I don't know when you would have any time, <laughs> but when you do sit back and relax, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past, and what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Um, my favorite, I'm, I'm a huge classical film freak. Mm-hmm. So my favorite movie, uh, my favorite classical movie is Sunset Boulevard. There's, it's just, there's no question. It's, it's, a, it's a perfect film, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I love every movie that my father ever production designed, which, uh, and, you, and in, that, in that canon, you've got Fantastic Voyage oh, yeah, and Young Frankenstein that. and Dirty Harry and Logan's Run. So I love all of those television shows, obviously. And, of course, I love Lucy because that, mm-hmm. that's the Bible. Enough said that's, there, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the Bible. Um, and um, let's see, what am I, I mean, I am, I, <laughs> through a set of circumstances, I sort of lost my Netflix for about nine months, oh. and, I ju- and I got it back about six months ago, so I have been binging, 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 binging. And, my, and all I'm binging are um, uh, fantasy, sci-fi, horror, and right now I am in the middle of watching the original. Uh, so I'm yeah. and and of course, that takes place in my favorite city of in the whole world, and I've traveled some. 
Mm-hmm. But New Orleans is, and again, New Orleans was home, I am sure, in a, in a different life or set of lives. Because I just, I know that city so well, and I love it so much. So I'm watching the originals, and it, it's, uh, it's tremendous fun. It's, a gr- it's, it's, it's great, great fun. Um, but let's see. I mean, you know, the Carol Burnett show, um, um, All in the Family, my gosh, the Mary Tyler Moore show. Again, you know, comedians, comedians, comedians. And Mary Tyler Moore was so incredibly brilliant because she was this wonderful um, maypole. And around her, she had dancing all of these character geniuses. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, Cloris Leachman, Betty White, um, Valerie Harper the buck stops there yeah you know yeah. that's it you don't you don't need so so i'm a big fan of of the of the classic comedy the classic comedy mm-hmm. you know and you, you know and anything with eva arden in it is my favorite yep. because because yep. i get compared to her a lot and it's always a it's the biggest compliment ever when i do that wise crack and broad so, <laughs> so there you go yeah and i listen and i'll tell you this i love mildred pierce I love Mildred Pierce. I love Whatever Happened to Baby Jane mm-hmm. and Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte. And, you know, and then, and then, I, and then Octo- I'm so excited because October's coming up and it's a whole host of Hammer Horror films. Right. So I, you know, that's me. That's yeah. me. Vincent Price, I'm there. So there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, Carolyn, it's been a joy having you on the show and I really do <laughs> appreciate the time you've spent with us and uh, thank My you pleasure. so much. My pleasure. Absolutely. Hopefully we'll talk again soon. Carolyn Hennessy, want to thank her so much for taking the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. Hope you enjoyed that one. She's been in so many things, and, uh, you know, uh, being in a soap opera daily has got to be grueling for you. I just can't, remembering all those lines, I can't remember anything, but uh, I don't know how they do that. But anyways, I want to thank you for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, we are at the end of another episode of On Screen and Beyond. I want to remind you to be sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter. And also, uh, you know, follow us, like us, uh, whatever you want to do or whatever they do on those individual things. If you're on Apple Podcasts, be sure to uh, leave a review or like us or uh, there again, whatever they call it now. They keep changing things. But uh, we would appreciate that. Also, download, tell a friend, uh, download as many episodes as you can. That'll help us out. Uh, The more people who are listening, the more downloads we have, the more guests we can get. And it just keeps going around and around. So I hope you can do that for us. And also, if you want to communicate with me, you communicate with me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And uh, that's how you can send me an email. Or if you are on Anchor FM, uh, you can, if you go, actually, if you're clicking on any of the links that we have, uh, generally you'll go to Anchor FM. It'll take you there to Apple Podcasts or Podbeam or anybody, all these other places that we are on, Spotify and everything else. But uh, they also have a link that you can uh, put a message, but uh, it's not just the typed message. You just click on it, and it lets you record your voice, and you can click that, and it'll send it off to us, and uh, we'll get a little audio voicemail from you. That, that, that'd be great. Love hearing from you. So uh, appreciate all you do and all your listening each week here at On Screen and Beyond. All over the world, we have listeners and uh, all over the uh, United States and everything. I was looking at the stats the other day. And uh, we also have a lot of people from uh, uh, 
every every state and you know it's just amazing when you look through and i see all these towns that you know i i to be honest i didn't even know existed but uh, you know it's uh, always fun to see and find out where these places are and i look them up on the map and I say, oh that, that's weird somebody there well that's great and appreciate it thank you so much and i hope you'll uh, be here for the next episode of on screen and beyond we have a very interesting guest coming your way it's going to be a singer next time as far as i know unless something changes quickly here uh, because we always have uh, new episodes coming up and people um, you know sometimes have time limits when we have to get these episodes on so uh, but as far as i know we're going to have a singer coming our way and i think you'll enjoy that one and uh, that's it. That's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zumrak. Take care. <laughs>